Hello all and welcome back to Three Got Game Sports Podcast. I'm your host Ryan and on my other ends or the other side of the screen I have Matt and I have G John. How are you guys doing today? G, how are you doing today? I'm good, I'm good. It's another day closer to football. Uh, you know, it's exciting. Um, sports fronts can't get can't wait to get into it. That's good, that's good. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I agree with G. I'm itching for football season to come back. But um, otherwise, I'm happy to be back here with you guys. Yeah, it's good to hear. Uh, yes, uh, football is uh, it's a couple weeks away. It's the last, last week of preseason, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on to football. On to uh, just every Sunday. Turn on the TV, watching your team, and grabbing a beer or wherever you guys like. Dude, I mean, so, so, eat, drink, and watch football is the best Sunday. Yeah. I'm just saying. And then watch your team get crushed or watch your team be victorious. I don't Depending know. Depending on Either who you're for. <laughs> yeah, it depends on that. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys, let's hop into it. Um, G, we'll start with you uh, and the Ronaldo deal. Uh, why don't you explain and how do you feel about this? Go ahead has been one heck of a saga and a huge turn of events. I mean, let's start, you know, recapping a couple weeks ago, Messi lands in PSG after Barcelona, in my opinion, did it absolutely dirty and not tr- even like attempting to retain him. He took a 50% pay cut. Barcelona basically said, F off. You know, he ends up going to PSG. A couple weeks later, you know, Ronaldo, the rumors, there were rumors of Ronaldo and, Ju- and Juventus. It seemed like the relationship's kind of teetering a bit. So we had a, we kind of assumed he was going to go. Um, as soon as yesterday, it seemed like he was all but done in going to Manchester City. And let me tell you something. He did that. That's a heck of a club, man. I think they would have been the odds-on favorite, in my opinion. Not only win the Premier League, which they've been pretty much dominating the last several years, you know. Um, in terms of placement and just outright winning it, but winning the Champions League, you know, it seems like he would be the missing piece for them, even though he's older, he could still play and produce in what they need. But as it turns out, um, Man United, his club that he basically made his name in, came in, swooped in last minute, made an offer, and he's going there. It's official. I'm actually um, happy that he did that because of the of loyalty that kind of comes with it. Um, Man City, Man City, Man United, better rivals. I mean, you know, him going to Man be like Johnny Damon when he switched, you know, just for another sports sake, going from the Yankees. Um, you have several. That's the first one I could think of, but there are several on Athletes where they just go play for rival teams. It's actually pretty prevalent in the world today, you know, with super teams all across sports, players joining up. But he chose when Man, City, uh, Man United came in, chose to rebuff City and go to Man United. Now, a lot of probably haters are going well, Man City pulled out. Bullshit. Like, they made an offer. It was I think it was a one-on-one deal. Man United came in, and I said this the other day. I was talking friends and family. I was like, if Man United literally makes an offer 
he will go back there. The only reason it seems like it's going to be done with City is because no other team is making an offer. Now, whether wanting him or just to want him or to prevent him from going to a rival, it doesn't matter. He chose to go back to his roots and did not get a rival. So, you know, I applaud him for that, especially in an era where want to team up regardless all the time. Not And it's, Man United's a good team. I mean, they're top four the last several years. You know, they're Champions League fixtures. They have a good squad. I mean, a defensive midfielder to put it all together. But they're going to, you know, Ronaldo's going to give him a chance. So I got to give him a lot of credit in terms of uh, making a choice. And I appreciate the, um, the um, whatchamacallit, the loyalty aspect of it. So, you know, good on Ronaldo. And I really hope to see him and Messi battle it out in a Champions League final or semifinal, whatever it is. I want to see it so bad. I can't wait for it. Yeah, uh, that's good uh, that he uh, made the uh, the choice for himself. I guess he would yeah. say not the uh, not the viewer's choice. All right, guys. Um, other sports news. I mean, of course, it's going to be all football right now. But, oh yeah, um, we're going to go to our next week's pre- our, our next session of prediction for the NFL predictions for each uh, uh, division. Uh, first, we're going to start with the AFC West. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you on this one. Yeah, so I think coming in at number four, um, I think the Raiders are going to be there. Um, I just don't trust what they're doing right now. Um, I think Derek Carr, he's an average quarterback, like can make some plays, but at the same time, like very inconsistent, very turnover prone. And their defense, like I don't know what they're trying to do with their defense. Like it's, I know they're young, they're still improving, but like, like, it just seems like they're just not very well structured. And uh, and my big issue with the Raiders is their coaching. Like, John Gruden, like, usually after, if you do this bad after three years, you'd usually get let go. But because they, for some reason, decided to sign him to a 10-year, $100 million contract, they're kind of <laughs> stuck with him in his shenanigans. At number three, I got the Denver Broncos. Um, I think – I think – and I don't, I don't know if you guys know, but, like, they they are named Teddy Bridgewater, the starting quarterback. And and to me, I think that'll make him very dangerous. If he can just take care of the ball, like, be able to make the right reads, make complete the easy passes, short passes, and, and hopefully with Melvin Gordon in the backfield, like, they'll be able to keep big-time possession. Because Denver has a lot of weapons on offense. They got Jerry Judy. They got Cortland Sutton coming back. They have Noah Finn at tight end, a very good offensive line. So, so sky's the limit there. And obviously, like I got mentioned, their defense. Like, they're going to be a top five defense. Like, they are stacked everywhere. Von Miller, Bradley Chubb at, at the other side of the defensive line. Um, they, got, they got a great secondary with Simmons. And they signed uh, they signed Kyle Fuller. They mm-hmm. drafted uh, Patrick Sertan, who I think is going to be a great corner as well. And at number two, I got the L.A. Chargers. I think I think the Chargers need a fresh start with the coaching change. Like I don't think Anthony Lynn was the answer, and um, I think Gus Bradley is. I think he'll he'll do a good job with this team, and and they already did a good job with. Uh, 
with revamping that offensive line. I think that signing of Corey Lindsley was huge. The best center in the league. I know it hurts Gigi because because they had him last year and and he knows how good he can be. So I think that that O line to protect Justin Herbert is going to be big. Obviously, they're returning their their big time receivers, Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams. They still got Austin Eckler in the backfield. So I think they'll. So I think between them, the Broncos, like they'll be they'll be competing for that number two spot in the FC West. Obviously, number one, it's runaway Kansas City Chiefs. We know them like. They're probably the favorites in the or they are the favorites in the AFC, the favorites right now to be Super Bowl champions. And um, obviously, their big issue last year, especially in the Super Bowl, was their <clears throat> offensive line. And and during the offseason, that's pretty much what I feel like they focused on. They shored like that up, man. That. Yeah, they pretty much, yeah, they pretty much revamped that entire offensive line. Mm-hmm. Traded for Orlando Brown Jr. to take over that left tackle position. They got uh, Joe Tooney. They're they're bringing back their opt out. Um, the guy, I think, what's his name? Like his name is hard to pronounce, but um, but he, but he uh, helped out at hospitals in Canada last year. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they'll they'll have him back at the at the other guard spot, and um, obviously they signed the center from uh, the LA Rams. So that offensive line is going to be a lot better, more intact than it was last year. And obviously, you still got Mahomes there. Still got Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill. So yeah, there's not too much to say. They're they're gonna dominate the AFC West. All right, and gee, how about you? What do you think about this AFC West? Um, you know, I order than that. Although two and three was really hard for me. I was actually thinking for a minute to put Denver up there. They're defensive talent. Um, now top five, I think there's Denver. Well, I guarantee you, no, they're definitely going to be a, like a top seven defense. But, I mean, looking on paper, um, I mean, let's see. I mean, you mentioned, you know, Justin Simmons. They also got Kareem Jackson back there. That might be yeah. – that's, argu- that's arguably the uh, best safety tandem in the league. Mentioned uh, some signing Kyle Fuller, and then they got Ronald Darby, man. Uh, or Patrick Chance, I should say, and Ronald Darby probably getting the slot. I mean, so you got – also, I believe they have Bryce Callahan, who's – but, like, they got three corners that can cover. And you got, you know, Avon Miller, who are both awesome, especially if they can uh, – Von Miller can stay healthy. Um, their defensive line, only weakness I would say is, like, their linebackers. And, you know, I like Purcell, the nose tackle. He's solid. But, you know, that back end and those passers, they're going to make them a formidable defense. And then you mentioned the weapons, you know, Sutton, Hamler, Fant. The only thing is they're all young, and we know the talent. They just have to – somebody's got to put it together. Now, Bridgewater, um, is he the guy that can elevate them? You know, but I feel like Denver is really going to try to talk to uh, to Teddy about more taking care of the ball and, you know, just don't lose them games, win them when – play smart, win them when he needs to, but kind of like playing to the run game and the defense, and you have Melvin Gordon, and they got uh, Javante Williams, who I think eventually is going to supplant. So, but I got them at three. If I had to say, they're at three right now. I'm going to lean the Chargers slightly at two. Um, I think Justin Herbert's going to build off an amazing thing, arguably the best uh, 
a rookie season of quarterbacks ever had. Um, you know, you still got Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson, uh, Joshua Kelly, and uh, those three. They got stable. Um, and you still got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, those, uh, those receivers. And then, you know, um, they did replace Hunter Henry with Jared Cook, so I don't think it's going to be a drop-off if Cook is healthy. I know he's old, but, you know, Hunter Henry is always getting dinged up, and I think Jared Cook is going to be uh, productive for the uh, Chargers. And, you know, now, unfortunately, they got Corey Lindsley. They also have another former attacker, in, uh, a Packer. In... So, you know, they got a solid line, and then their defense – Believe they have uh, Linville Joseph, if I'm not mistaken, they signed him. And you still got Joey Bosa, Kevin Murray, who had a solid rookie campaign. Probably going to build off of that. Chris Harris Jr. And then if he can stay healthy, knock on wood, Derwin James. You know that guy is special. As long as he's going to make place for that defense. So I'm going to have him at two. And then one, the Chiefs. I mean, Matt, you mentioned it. Their one weakness was the injuries to the O-line last year, you know, and it happened. It was a bad timing in the Super Bowl, and they addressed that. They got even solid depth with that. I mean, you got Mahomes returning with, you know, Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, the best combo in the league. You know, that's a one-two punch right there that I don't think you can just top because you got the best tight end in the league and arguably the, arguably the best receiver. Um. Those guys are amazing. You know, you got Speedster and McCole Hardman. You still got Duncan Robinson. Um, Duncan Robinson. Um, what's his name? Um, Robinson. I can't remember his first name. I'm actually. Oh, Demarcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson. Thank you. Thank you. I said Duncan Robinson. Yeah, he shoots yeah. threes. <laughs> Demarcus Robinson. Um, and, you know, that defense is still there. You still got the Honey Badger. You still got, um, you know, that front, you know, that front seven, the front solid. Um, so. You know, they're going to compete, and Mahomes is Mahomes. So, you know, I think he's going to come back and have a killer year, probably win MVP in my opinion. So Chiefs number one for sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it the last three teams are all – for me, it's a toss-up. Um <laughs> I know that you guys are probably like, what? Oh, I mentioned okay. the Raiders. I didn't mention the Raiders. They're fourth. Yeah. But, yeah, you know. Um, I don't know. Um, it's tough because I think I think Derek Carr and John Gruden will – I think they'll turn around somewhat. Broncos, I'm, I'm not so sure about Teddy Bridgewater. I think they have all the talent around them, but you need to produce. Uh, and even if you put Drew Locke in, I don't know if he's going to make that leap. So, it's going to be tough. Yeah, but, I wanted to point out, because I want to say it's Gigi as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think with the Broncos and Teddy Bridgewater, I just think he needs to be a game manager. Like, yeah. he just needs yeah. to take care of the ball, like, complete the easy passes, like, make sure make sure he gets everybody lined up, make sure, like, yeah. the running game's good. So, I, I, I don't think he needs to be, like, the well, only that's he doesn't all he, need to do. Yeah. That's that's all he was, you know. Even yeah. with the Minnesota when he was successful, he was a game yeah. manager. That's all the he did. The only yeah. worry with Teddy B is if they get into a shootout, he's not going to be the one to bring it home. And real oh, quick, no, I, and real quick, I, I since I didn't mention Raiders, shout out to Derek Carr. I still think he's an underrated quarterback. I feel in that division, you know, it's not a great situation. Yeah, Derek Carr can. Ball, I mean, but. it's not like it's not like the Raiders don't have like. People oh, they got around him. They got, they got Henry Ruggs. They, have they got yeah. Hunter Refro. They have Darren Kenyon Walker. Drake. I mean, Darren Waller. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, they have – they just have to put it together. So, for me, it's a toss-up at the last three. I mean, the Chiefs are going to be first. Chargers, hopefully they can make that leap. Uh, I'm still afraid that Justin Herbert could make sophomore that slump. So- sophomore slump. We don't – I, I just looked it up. There's a lot of NFL quarterbacks that hit the uh, sophomore it slump. It does. It happens, it's a real so, thing. Uh, but he has the talent around him in the Chargers to be successful – um, and just like you said, I can't say anything about the Chiefs. They, you know, they're as, as electric on Loaded. offense. Uh, they're solid on defense. And um, there there should be no excuse for them winning the division and even making it to, you know, the AFC Championship game. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Um, NFC South. I'll start this one off. Um, we were discussing this before. I said, hey, never doubt Matt Ryan, but I'll put the Falcons number uh, four. Uh, <laughs> But you can't – I mean, I think he's still going to light up the scoreboard. Uh, you still got a rookie tight end in um, Kyle Pitts. He's going to – I think he's going to do very well. They still have Ka- Calvin Ridley. I think he's an amazing route runner. I think he's going to uh, open up. You know, he's going to have at least 1,200-yard season with 11 – like 10-plus t- touchdowns. So – but it just comes down to their defense. Can they hold up? Probably not. I mean, you've seen it last year. They, they, they blew up so many leads. Um, third, I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm unsure with Jameis Winston being the starting quarterback. Uh, but I, there shouldn't be a problem because Sean Payton's a very good coach. He's a very good offensive uh, of coach. So there shouldn't be a problem with that. Uh, but then again, we'll see how the Saints defense does. Um, I'm not sure how well they did last year and how they're going to do this year. I'm going to put the Panthers at second. Um, I think it is a – Revenge year for Sam Darnold. I think he's got he's going to turn a lot of heads and be like, "Hey, I was in a bad system at New York Jets because the Jets fucking organization sucks, <laughs> and I'm a Jets fan." And Matt Rule, I know he's new, but um, I think he uh, he did, who was very uh, successful at Baylor and at Temple. So uh, I think he'll do very well with Robbie Anderson because he they, they put uh, he coached Robbie Anderson at Temple. Um, and they still have DJ Moore, they have uh, CMC, so it's going to be an electric year for the Panthers' offense. Hopefully their Panthers' defense can hold it down. I'm not sure. I haven't really gone through their roster. but And I put Tampa Bay at number one, defending Super Bowl champs, Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, you name it, they they got it. Um, And, you know, they're going to be competitive as as hell uh, every single game. All right, uh, we'll swing it over to uh, G on this one. This was hard for me, and not the top. I mean, this not all of them. Bucks are going to be first. Let's just get that out of the way. Two through four was hard because I don't think any of these teams are going to make the playoffs. But I actually have my exact same as you, Ryan. Um, I have the Falcons fourth. And, you know, to me, any of these two through four can be second, third, or fourth. I mean, you know, departure of I think they're still on kind of a downswing. It seems like they're kind of rebuilding. You know, Matt Ryan's a fine quarterback, and I think Kyle Pitts is going to be really, really good. You know, dude's probably a generation. Look at his uh, metrics. You know, size, speed, he's a freak. And I think Calvin Murray will take the number one mantle, but, you know, it's definitely going to be uh, harder without Julio. Still dominant player. Um, and their defense is still sorely lacking. Four. I got the Saints at three 
and and for me, um, the trick is Jameis. Now he goes from a bombs away system in Tampa, which had a it's a high turnover kind of rate system. I mean, even Tom midway through the year was turning the ball over at you know even normal to Tom Brady, who's one of the best ever, not just playing quarterback, the GOAT, but taking care of the football. And I believe I've read reports when Tom and Bruce were on the team after the bye week, they kind of like changed it up to, you know, implement stuff that he's comfortable to, mixing it up, throwing it deep, and implementing what he's used to because, you know, whereas with Jameis, it just seems like it was a bombs away all the time. And, you know, obviously he didn't take care of the ball well, had 30 picks, you know, multiple fumbles. I think Sean Payton... You know, he's going to rein him in. It's not going to be a system where they throw it away. He's probably It's going to be more of a get it to Kamara, get it to Michael Thomas when he's there, and get it to your playmakers and let them make plays for you. Um, the reason why I have him third, because even if they do that, they lost a lot of players. I mean, you know, we obviously Drew Brees retired, but let's run it down real quick. Jared Cook, gone, and it didn't really replace him. So the tight end a position, who is a quarterback's typical best friend, is taking a – Big downgrade. You know, you lost a weapon, Emmanuel Sanders, to the Bills. I know he's getting older, but he was still productive. Um, you lost, uh, I think, guard Nick Easton uh, is uh, lost to free agency. Um, they lost defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins, who was good to the Jets. Malcolm Brown went to the Jaguars. Trey Henderson, underrated. Arguably, they're one of the, their best pass rusher. I know Cameron Jordan gets all the credit. The dude had a ball in the year. He went to the Bengals. Alex Anzalone, solid linebackers, and then you also lost, you know, Janoris. So they lost a lot of pieces, especially on the defensive side of the ball. That's why, for me, they're, they're going to take a dip to three. They lost a lot of talent, not just Drew Brees. I mean, I feel like it would have been hard for them to win even if Drew Brees came back because of all the talent they lost. Go ahead, Ron. Uh, yeah, and they also uh, – they're not uh, on good terms with Michael Thomas either. So yeah, uh, that's a big receiver uh, bust for them. He's not going to play so, for the first six weeks, or if at all, if he doesn't get there. Yep. So, you know, you lose your top. If he's going, you lose your top two catchers. So, you know, Jameis wasn't really dealt a good hand when it comes to that. This is not the same team. It's not like they just put Jameis in. It's the same guys. They lost a lot of players. And um, so I'll have him three. And two, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Surprisingly, I know people might think, like, you know, what? Like you, Ryan. But, you know, I do – think Sam Donald was dealt a bad hand. I mean, do I think he's going to be like an MVP quarterback? No, but I like his situation. That's Ryan. The Jets didn't do him any favors. Sorry, man, but like, you know, they got a better offensive lineman. He's got a dynamic back in Christian McCaffrey and you more um, and whatchamacallit, and he's got Robbie Anderson on the outside who were makers, you know, with Christian McCaffrey. Um, got a solid line. He's going to, I think he's going to produce. And in ascending defense, you know, for, uh, you got, you know, Shaq Thompson, who just keeps getting better. Um, and then who they draft the corner. Was it JC Horn? I think he's going to be, uh, yeah. Yep. JC Horn. Yeah. I think he's going to be like Patrick Sertan. I think he's going to be an extremely good, good corner. Um, they still got Brian Burns, who's also ascending. You know, Derek Brown, the player. Dante Jackson, Jeremy Chin, who is awesome. And I believe, um, if I'm not mistaken, he's got good football teams too because his um, uncle 
is um, Steve Atwater, Hall of Famer. So, you know, that's some good football genes there, too. Um, so you got, you know, J.C. Horn, Jeremy Chan, Dante Jackson. You know, it's a good secondary. They got they signed Hassan Reddick. Shaq Thompson's there. I mean, solid defense. So I think it's going to be good enough that's going to get him to number two. And then my number one, to me, um, slightly over the Browns, the best roster. Um, I mean, they brought everybody back, and they're just loaded. That front seven is nothing like I've ever seen, in my, you know, since I could think of, you know, the years Broncos. and years. Of, yeah, Broncos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that front is up there with them, if not better, but it's up there, you know. And then the secondary is only getting more. And you still. The offense side of the ball with arguably the most explosive offense that you might ever see. Full camp of AB. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. You got Gronk, who's going to be healthy. OJ Howard coming back. I mean, and then the Lions with another year of continuity. I mean, they were a team, I think, in the draft that was literally drafting for depth. Like, they didn't need. That's why they went the second round. Yeah, why not? Brady's like 44. Let's just take Kyle Trask here. Because, you know, we have, like, everything we need. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. And, gee, you can't forget to mention your guy, Scotty Miller, at the wide receiver position. Oh, shut up, please, God. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Let's run cover one, yeah, cover name, zero, yeah, and name, half. Uh, Perfect. Hey, yeah, name that I'm with you, G. Forever. <laughs> right, I mean. I, cover I, zero. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think he called your defensive coordinators, like, yo, what do you, Greg Williams, what do you think we should <laughs> cover zero? I did it against the Raiders. Trust me. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, good lord, man! You gotta give me. A... I don't know when I was. I I feel like I was your flag football. I I would know not to call that six seconds yeah. left at midfield with no timeouts. Don't call anything that doesn't cover the deep ball on the. That's all you need to do. And mm-hmm. he was like, no, but whatever. You know, I digress. So yeah, Scotty Miller. Yeah, thanks, man. You're well, welcome. Yeah. Just want to bring up good memories. <laughs> oh, great memories, Scott. Like memories. That's a, it doesn't help that we lost the game by five, too. So yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, Bucks number one. That's probably the easiest decision. Yeah. All right, Matt. How about you? Yeah. So I have it completely different from you guys. At Ooh. number four, I have the Panthers. Um, I do believe Sam Darnold was in a horrible situation with the Jets. Like, he had no help there whatsoever. Obviously, with Gase as a coach, like, that didn't help either. But in Carolina, like, I don't think he was dealt with a great hand either. I mean, obviously, he's got McCaffrey in the backfield, which is better than anything he's ever done with the Jets. But, like, Robbie Anderson, I mean, obviously, he's very explosive, but he's also very – Inconsistent. Very, yeah, inconsistent. He's not durable either. He gets injured a lot. So that's my big issue. And then uh, DJ Moore, I think he's good. And then their O-line is okay. Like, I don't think they're great, but but obviously it's a little better than Jets. And then their defense, I know that they're fairly young, but, but like, we'll see if they're ready to – Take that big step to being a solid defense this year. So you, do you think like, there's going to be some growing pains still? Which is yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe there's going to be growing pains. Um, and then we'll see if if it's be, see with Sam Darn. Like, is it because of the system he was in before that he didn't look too great, or or is it because it, Ryan is, is it because of him? 
Yeah, yeah right. So we'll see if he can. Yeah, and like it's the same question we have with Matthew Stafford and Carson Wentz as well. Like, is it because of them or is it because of the situation they're in? So yeah. that's a big question with Sam Darnold. But I think it's I like, think obviously... Matthew Stafford's more of that because Carson Wentz is I believe he's going back to France succeeded. Whereas Matthew Stafford's going to a new team and we're gonna see really if it's the Lions. Yeah. Side note guys, it is just future disclaimer. The Lions suck. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. So at number three I have the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I like, obviously, I like the Kyle Pitts pick. Like, I think he's going to be an up-and-coming star tight end. Like, I think it wouldn't surprise me if he's a pro bowler this year. Um, I like Calvin Ridley as number one receiver. Um, Obviously, their backs are a little bit of a question mark. Mike Davis is their RB1. So, like, that's a little bit of a question mark. And then Matt Ryan, he obviously had that MVP season in the 2016 year when he had Shanahan as his offensive coordinator. But ever since he's left, like, it just seems like he's been very inconsistent after that. Like, obviously, he'll have glimpses of that MVP year, but then there's times, like, he just has been awful, like, just turning the ball over constantly. Yeah. And then, obviously, their biggest concern is going to be their defense. Like, they have nothing there. So, that's... So they're going to be my number three, and then at number two, I have the New Orleans Saints. The Bucks? And oh, okay. I know... <laughs> no, not quite. But <laughs> like, I know you guys have questions about them, but I think they're going to be better than you guys think. Like, I know they lost a lot of guys. Like, they lost Trey Hendrickson, like you point out, G, Jared Cook, Emmanuel Sanders, um, and then uh, and Trey Hendrickson as well. But um. Yeah, but I think that some of the guys are turning guys like Alvin Kamara. I mean, Michael Thomas when he comes back from his injury, if he comes back. I mean, they still have Cam Jordan. They brought back Marshawn Lattimore. They brought back Marcus Williams. They still have Malcolm Jenkins. They still have a pretty good linebacker. No, think... uh, oh, yeah, they and Mario him. Davis and uh, and Quan Alexander actually came back as well. Oh, did he really? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, okay. he got released, but then he was signed with them. Okay, wow. Yeah, so. So, so, like, I think they have a pretty good roster intact. Right now, I mean, it's obviously it's not as stacked as it was last year because they went all in, but yeah, but like I still think it's a good roster and I think they can compete for a wild card spot. Like, I don't know if they'll get that third spot, but I think they can definitely compete for it. And then, obviously, the big question is going to be Jameis Winston like, it's going to be that same turnover guy he was in Tampa Bay, and obviously, it didn't help that he played in a bombs away offense, no risk, and no biscuit, and obviously, he. When Jameis was there, the Tampa offensive line was not good either. Like, they were giving yeah. up sacks left and right. And, uh, and obviously, the Saints offensive line right now compared to Tampa's two years ago, like, they're much better. And I think Jameis will be a lot more protected. For sure. And and I think in a Sean Payton offense, like, that's completely different from Bruce Arians. Like, I think he'll, I think he'll look a lot better than he did at uh, – he did in Tampa two years ago. I don't think he'll be like Drew Brees level, obviously, but like, but like, I think he'll be he'll be a good quarterback. Like, he won't be the reason why they lose. Let's just go with that. Mm-hmm. And then at number one, obviously, like you guys <laughs> pointed out, the Buccaneers—they're just stacked. I mean, they brought everybody back from last year, and then I think some of their young guys that they drafted last year, guys like Tristan Wirfs, <laughs> Antoine Winfield Jr., like. They're only going to improve, and they were already, especially Tristan Warps, like they were elite at their positions last year, 
and they're just only going to get better. And then obviously, the look. I, why I like their safeties, the Tampa Bay. I think the concern with them is going to be their cornerbacks because they're very dependent on how well the pass rush does. Because if they if the front forward doesn't get to corner the quarterback, like they get burned pretty easily. And you saw that like during the regular season, especially like whenever the whenever guys can uh, pressure quarterback, like they get burned, like they get smoked like way too easily. So that's my only concern with them, but like, but like you pointed out, G, like they're young, like they, they've been through the playoffs, like they, they like have the experience now. So we'll see if they can, and they're still on their rookie contracts as well. Uh-huh. So we'll see if they can improve uh, with another year under their belts. But yeah, like they're obviously they still have Tom Brady to go that quarterback. I mean, he's gonna be forty four, like, like and still. And he's talking about like how he's in the best shape of his life. So that's a, that's a scary sight to see. And then Antonio Brown, like he could, it sounds like he could be their number one receiver. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Which wouldn't shock me. And and real quick, like, you know, Brady's the goat and all that stuff. When, when players say every year I hear they're the best shape of their life, there's no way Tom's a better shape at 44 than he was at like 24. So I'm just not, you know, I know he's he's, well, he's going to be had, good. He had knee surgery. Yeah, I know he's going to. I know yeah, he's going to be good. But like every year, training, <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers last year, I my arm doesn't hurt. First time. Yeah. Every year, you, everybody says oh, I'm in the best shape of my life. Blah blah. blah. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, player I get, speed. I get it, but like, yeah, it's player speed. But he yeah. he's been looking good in training camp. That's for sure. Been I mean, he's he's going to perform. He's Tom freaking Brady. So especially yeah. with that offense, he might win MVP this year. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, um, so Bucks at one. Yeah, but Matt, you were saying like if if you guys ever watched the 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 like the highlights of him at the combine, he's definitely in better shape at forty four than he was when he got drafted. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. I'll give I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, he beat his uh, college forty time uh, two years ago, I think. Like or his he? combine forty time. Yeah, I, I, I mean, hey. Oh, I mean, he yeah. ran like a five one or five three or whatever. Five two eight, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that slow. <laughs> oh man! All right, what All we right. got NFC North. Last division, we got the NFC North. So since it is G John's division, we'll start with G John. Okay, I'm gonna get this through real quickly. Um, uh, two spots are gonna be real easy. Number one, Packers, but I'll get to that after. Number four is Detroit. Detroit's gonna stink. And I feel so bad. The, like you know, they're the one team in my division I can't hate because they're that. You know how you know how bad you gotta be where you can't hate a team. Like that's how bad they are. Like I can't even hate the Lions. I feel sorry for them. I mean, they they downgraded a quarterback. You know, from Goff to Stafford, and then you get Jared, Goff and then you take away his wep- his weapons that he could have had in Galladay and Marvin Jones, and their defense is still bad, and they're gonna stink. You know, so just book that. Let's move on. Um, three, I'm going to go with the Bears. Um, this was hard for me, Bears Ooh. and Vikings. I think I think there's some dissension in Chicago. I know I heard about, you know, Keem Hicks not being happy. A lot of players weren't happy where they let go of Kyle Fuller for basically nothing. Um, you know, rumors with Khalil Mack possibly being traded. It seems like the Bears is a little bit of friction. Now, this is all predicated on how long Andy Dalton starts. I feel like the Bears are going to let Dalton start at least a quarter of the season, let him get beat play 
you know, the first uh, week, let that offensive line gel, and then they're going to put Fields in when they think that he's in a good spot to succeed. But I think that they'll struggle early on. You know, by midseason, they'll, they'll, they'll be kind of a struggling team. Fields will come in. And, you know, depending how he looks, you know, he could give him a promising future. But I think there's some dissension. You know, they lost some pieces like Fuller. Um, you know, Hicks is definitely going to be gone next year. Um, it's, you know, Allen Robinson's got one year left on his deal. Um, you know, there's um, – it's a little, it's a little bit rocky over there. So I got him at three. I still think the defense is going to be good, um, but you know, I don't think Dalton is the answer, and I'm not sure Fields is going to be ready. You know, he may or he may not, but I'm not sure. You know, it's hard as rookies, you know, unless you're super special, and he could be. So we don't know. But I'm going to stick with the Bears at three. Uh, number two, I got the Vikings. I think the continuity in that aspect um, is why I have him there. Um, they, you know, Kirk Cousins, I think he's a, you know, he's underrated. I mean, I don't want to say underrated, but I think people give him a hard time for no reason. He's a fine quarterback, you know, and he's, you know, he's going to give him good stability. And you still have, um, you know, Dalvin Cook returning to the backfield. Dude could win you a game by himself. I mean, he literally beat the Packers by himself last year. We had that windy day. Literally couldn't stop him. <laughs> More than five passes. We lost because of Dalvin Cook. So you got a guy who could win by himself. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. It's going to be a good combo. You know, uh, Irv Smith, you know. And, you know, they their line is a little shaky. It's not terrible, but it's not nothing to write home about. Their improvement they made is the defensive line. I mean, they got Michael Pierce and Dalvin Tomlinson. I wanted Dalvin Tomlinson in the past. You know, both guys are stout up front. They're going to be good at stopping the run. I'll tell you that right now. I know you get Daniil Hunter back, and you still got Barr, Kendricks, you know, Harrison Smith, and they signed Patrick Peterson. So I think they made some moves that's going to allow them to compete. Now, like the NFC, I think how I thought the Bucks would be the only team to make the playoffs, I think it's kind of be kind of similar for the NFC North. But if there were a team to make it, I'm, I would think the Vikings will pull a wild card spot. Packers. I mean, uh, we're literally pulling the Saints of last year and are all, so to speak. Um, you know, we brought back Cobb. You know, we signed Amari Rodgers. Who, uh, personally, I hope he gets a lot of playing time and a lot of touches. I think the kick can be, you know, um, you know, we got Lazard and Scantling back, good role players. Got, you know, that one that can stretch the field, one who uh, is a great blocking receiver and can make plays. And then you got arguably the best receiver in the game, Devontae Adams. You got a person who was robbed of a pole bowl in uh, Robert Tanyan. I still don't know how Evan Ingram made it with one touchdown and like 20 more yards, but go figure. You know, the Pro Bowl is a joke, I guess. Just like some of these lists that players make. I think kind of the NFL top 100s in there too. By the way, guys, there was a tweet today. A player's uh, list. They didn't even spell Mahomes' name right. I don't even mm-hmm. think these players like pay attention when they like do these lists. I think they do them at the end of the season. They write 20 names. He put like Patrick that uh, or Mahoney, Mahoney. I don't even know, but like I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. You guys don't give a shit. But um, Aaron Rodgers is gonna play with a chip on his shoulder again. He'll probably have another MVP. Per season, uh, it wouldn't shock me one bit if he went uh, back-to-back MVPs. But 
offensive line. line. Um, losing Lindsley, um, and I believe we lost our right tackle, of Rick Wagner, who was pretty solid. Probably kick Billy Turner over there, and then you know we're gonna have uh, no Bucks beginning of the season, but it's still gonna be a good line. I mean, we're gonna have Bakhtiari, Elgin Jenkins. Uh, he's gonna be drafted. Has impressed. If he can give close to what Lindsley gave. You know, left side and center position is going to be locked down. It's only the right side I'm a little concerned about, just like last year. Turner's solid. He's serviceable. He's not elite. He could get beat, as we saw in uh, the Bucks game. You put an elite pass rusher, he's not going to hold his own. Um, both times, he was getting burnt by JPP and Jack Barrett. And uh, our right guard's probably going to be like Luca pa- Lucas Patrick or John Runyon. Hopefully those guys can do the job. But our right side of the line, like last year, a little bit shaky. Nothing um, like super bad, but it was shaky at times. But I got Green Bay one. Repeating these division winners, and they're going to be contenders this year. Yeah, of course. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, Matt, how about you? What about this NFC North division? Yeah, so at number four, like G pointed out, the Lions, um, they're pathetic. Um, they're not good. <laughs> uh yeah, they. I don't even know if they should even be an NFL team. They're that bad. But, um, wow. But yeah, are they, they going to go zero sixteen, Matt? Zero seventeen. Zero seventeen. seventeen. Very high possibility. I mean, I, mean, I can't why, see. Why, I don't know. Why, I don't know who they can this? be. Like while you're doing this, I'm going to look at this. Yeah. <laughs> As you yeah. Talk, so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Obviously, after I do my predictions, you can tell me any possible, possible wins win. they have. Yeah. So. Going, yeah, they don't man. deserve to be talked about. I'm moving on. Um, at number three, <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings. Um, as much as I like their offense, like I love uh, Dalvin Cook, and then their two receivers, Justin Jefferson, Thielen, and obviously Irv Smith at tight end. I just don't trust Kirk Cousins. Like I know you guys are kind of high on him, but like against good teams, like he tends to struggle if he has to be the focal point of the offense. So. Like, I just – like, it comes down to me, Kirk Cousins, and I just can't trust him in big situations. Obviously, they have a pretty solid defense. They uh, they address their needs at a uh, defensive tackle position. Obviously, Daniil Hunter coming back, who's a high-end uh, pass rusher. Obviously, great linebackers. Harrison Smith at safety. They uh, signed uh, Patrick Peterson and uh, Brashad Breland. So, so, like, I think their defense is intact. I think they have a lot of weapons on offense. It's just going to come down to Kirk Cousins. And then at number yeah. two, two, I have the Chicago Bears. And, uh, and obviously, there's some friction within the team, but I think they're talented enough to, to be good enough to be good, good for the number two spot. Obviously, they won't be, like, any good teams, but, but like, they'll – I think I'm confident enough that they'll be ahead of the Lions and Vikings. Like, they still have a good defense with Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, as long as their head is in it. And obviously, the loss of uh, of Kyle Fuller is big, but, but I think they still have solid secondary with uh, with Deshaun Gibson and Eddie Jackson. And then uh, their offense, like Allen Robinson, he's going to have a proven year. Like, he's playing for that contract, so I think I think he'll ball out. And it, obviously, it comes down to how the quarterback does. And then uh, they sub David Montgomery at running back, and uh, they'll have their third down back, uh, Tariq Cohen, coming back. So, so that'll be big. So, 
So, yeah, I have the Bears at number two. And number one, the Packers. Like you pointed out, G, like, same thing with the NFC side. Like, they're going to run away with that division. Like, yeah. I can't see. I'll be shocked if they don't go 6-0 and or 5-1 and in that division. I'm <laughs> same so, thing. Yeah, 5-1 and one at least. We should so, go like, obviously, they lost a couple of people. Like, they lost Corey Lindsley at center. But I think the guy that replaced him, Josh Myers, like, sounds like he's serviceable. He's having a good camp, yeah. Yeah, so so like that's good to have, and then and then obviously they lost uh, Jamal Williams, their backup back. I mean, I mean, while he's great, like it, it was AJ big Dillon. that they signed uh, Aaron Jones. They re-signed Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones, so yeah. so like they'll have him, and then like you said, AJ Dillon backing him up. I'm real, they- real quick. I just want to say, looking at the line schedule, the only two wins I possibly see is the Bengals and Eagles. So. Not looking great, man. I agree, G. I agree. I was looking at those two. I was like, yeah. uh, they could probably pull one out against the Bengals yeah. or the Eagles. Yeah, those are the only two games I see that they they could win. <laughs> they could. Yeah. Or so, the Falcons, too. Maybe Atlanta, yeah, depending on what's going on there. You never know yeah. with injuries. So Yeah, and that's like late in the season, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, hey, maybe Atlanta's competing for a playoff spot. You don't know. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um. But, yeah, anyways, back to the Packers. And, obviously, Aaron Rodgers is on his revenge tour. Like, like yeah. it sounds like this is going to be his last year at Green Bay. Like, he wants to show out and, like, pretty much stick his middle finger to the management saying, you know what, screw you guys. I'm going to ball out for you guys and then leave after this year. So, that man so, like, I think, well so I think he's going to be motivated to play this year. Yeah. And I think he'll ball out. So it won't surprise me to see if uh, he'll be in the MVP conversation. Yeah. Mm, that's true. All right. Um, I think like we're gonna say, like we. I think this this week we're, we're agreeing a little bit, um, which is fine because it's kind of lopsided in these divisions. But like I said, like you guys said, you know, Lions are definitely fourth. Um, <laughs> they just don't have the roster they didn't keep anyone like uh g said like no more kenny galladay or marvin jones they got jared goff which i still think he's an okay quarterback but now they're putting him in a bad you're putting (laughs) you put him uh, on a a team with a defensive-minded head coach um they have no defense and they got Mm -hmm. rid of all their offensive players so yep good job lions um (laughs) so i i don't have much to say about that just feel bad for Jared Goff. Okay. Um, next, I will put the uh, Vikings. Um, I still think that Kirk Cousins is a he's a solid quarterback. I'm not saying he's the the best thing I've ever seen in my life, but he can throw the ball. Uh, he's smart. He has weapons, and they they can make some noise. I mean, but they, you know their their defense has fallen off the last couple of years. Uh, I still like Mike Zimmer. Uh, I think he's a great uh, coach. Um, but um, I don't think that they're going to uh, make a playoff spot. Uh, I think the Bears are second. Um, good defense. I like Eddie Jackson. I like Khalil Mack. I know there's yeah. been some, like, you guys said, you guys were saying that. Like, a little bit of time, so, just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But I think it'll blow over. Um, I think Andy Dalton is the right choice to put number one, uh, just experience. And I think it's, like, a new fresh start for him, uh, even though he's a little bit late in his career. But uh, it's just something – a change of pace for himself. You know, he's been on the Bengals. They made, you know, I think they made the, the playoffs like four straight years. And yeah. then, like, they kind of fell off. Um, and there was questions about Darnold, I mean, about uh, Andy Dalton. I think he was a solid quarterback com- coming out of TCU. 
Uh, I still think he's a solid quarterback. I think he can get the job done. Um, and with that experience, uh, I think Justin Fields will learn from that. I know that everyone's like so hyped about Justin Fields, uh, but whoa, guys, pump the brakes! I mean, he's still yeah. a rookie, guys. He's still a rookie. Yeah. He's, he wasn't. He wasn't out. If, if Trevor Lawrence was on the Bears, Trevor Lawrence would be starting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I agree. That's why the thing about the Bears, I think they'll sneak in for a playoff spot, but it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be up to Andy Dalton in the offense. Uh, I can't. I, I still think their defense is solid. And then, like you guys said, uh, the Packers at number one. Uh, no doubt about that. I feel like, you know, me, G, when you were saying the schedule and I was looking at the schedule, I feel like this could be like a division where I, I – and the Packers are good, and they're really, really good. They have years of experience. Matt Matt LaFleur yeah. is a great head coach. He's got this system to a T. Yep. Aaron Rodgers back. Devontae Adams. They got people back. Um, and – I feel like it could be a 17-0 Packers team and oh. 17 uh, Lions. Oh, I'm not trying to man. jinx you, but. Oh, I don't know, man. I would love that, but. Oof. Well, don't the Packers play Chiefs this year? We got a hard schedule. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. They, got a, they play a couple good teams. A couple. You never know. Yeah, listen. I do think we're going to be really good. We, yeah. We're probably going to be better. We might be better than last year. Yeah. But just, just a quick rundown. You know, I mean, we open up against the Saints on the road. I mean, that's, that's you know, a, that's it's. I think we'll win. But yeah. just going through the harder games, yeah. Niners on the road, that's a toughie. Yeah. The Chiefs on the, Chief, road, on the road, that's a toughie. Rams, Rams are improved. Browns are improved. Ravens and the Seahawks. So, it's, it's we got, like, that. those are six really quality yeah. football teams. I didn't even mention, there is I didn't no mention way this. you guys are going 17. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never know. I, I don't say know. the Steelers. You know, and the Steelers, this is like, this is one of the hardest games we had in a while. I mean, I think we'll be really good. But man, oh, yeah, we go no 17, if we go 17, no, we have, we'll have earned it with that schedule. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's but, not about going 17 0, it's about winning, winning. the Super Bowl, right, Gene? Okay. Oh, yes, and it is. Man. Like you were saying, guys, uh, hey, you know, we won it as a last uh, six seed when we won the Super Bowl in 2011. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take six seed in the Super Bowl over 17 0 and not. <laughs> uh, but um, you guys were, um, I know G was saying, uh, I'll wrap, wrap this up really quick. Um, you know, these players, they don't they don't really give a shit about uh, Pro Bowls. They don't give a shit about Madden ratings. They don't give a shit about this NFL yeah. player list. All they care about is winning a Super Bowl. Uh, being on the all-decade team or making all-pro. That's all they care about. And um, making money. <laughs> and Well, some players are. I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. unless uh, you're a lot some players, a lot of players. A lot yeah. of players, some, exactly. Some more than others, yeah. I mean, the, the good ones are like, hey, I'll take a pay cut because I want to win a Super Bowl, like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but the other the, – the, the get money boys, they just want the get money, and uh, that's it. So, okay. um, all right, guys. Uh, it was a uh, pleasure talking with you guys tonight about NFL predictions and a little bit of soccer. Uh, we just can't wait for football season, guys. Can't wait. Almost there, man. Uh, two more weeks. Two more weeks, yes. Uh, so, everyone who listens, please make sure you follow us on uh, on Instagram, 3GotGame. That's right, the number 3GotGame. Uh, we are on, for podcasts, we are on Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, um, you name it we're on it uh, just make sure you uh, like and subscribe and um, we'll see you next week sounds good take it easy boys All right, take it easy, easy guys, guys.